This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Three, two, one. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. As a dealer, and if you see your prices going up, what are you doing in the marketplace to adjust for that? If you're not making changes in your pricing structure to the market, then you're taking a hit on margin. That's former WQA President Chris Wilker of Canature Water Group talking about the upcoming Power Morning at the WQA convention in Orlando. And welcome to WQA Radio, where we bring you news and insights about the water treatment industry and promote the betterment of water quality around the world. This is episode number 255. Joining us for the first time, we're glad you're here. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on your podcast app so you never miss a show. That's the magic of podcasting, of course. And if you wouldn't mind, leave a rating and review at Apple Podcasts. Thank you. We are publishing this on February 23rd of 2022. And you can always find us at wqa.org on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And of course, plan to join us for the WQA Convention and Exposition in Orlando, April 6th through the 8th. Learn more at wqa.org slash convention. In this episode, we talk with Chris Wilker and Candace Wentling of Certified Action to get an overview of the blockbuster sessions that will be presented the first morning at convention. Ethics, inflation, business operations, and a dealer section combine for a morning that will offer powerful takeaways to dealers and other attendees as well. Later, we'll have our WQA tip. Now onto my conversation with Candace Wentling and Chris Wilker on WQA Radio. And thank you for joining us on WQA Radio. We're looking forward to the WQA Convention and Exposition in Orlando. It's coming up April 6th through the 8th. And we are, as we say, really excited to have you there and uh, all of those in the water treatment industry who, uh, you know, are just dying to get back together again. And we are joined today by Candace Wentling and Chris Wilker, who are going to be talking about one of the key elements of convention this year, and that is the power morning. And we'll tell you all about it. We'll tell you why you need to be there. But first, let's say hello to Candace and Chris. Candace is actually the chair of the business operations committee, training committee. And Chris is the liaison from the board of directors. So again, welcome to both of you, Chris and Candace. Thanks for joining us. Well, thanks Thank for you having so us. much. Yeah, great to have you. Uh, Candace, you want to kind of start things off? Uh, we, we had such a great Power Morning last year. Define for us what we're talking about. What was the Power Morning in 2021? What are we trying to carry over in 2022? Yeah, so we had this amazing idea last year where with conventions, sometimes there's so many sessions and a lot of times dealers can't necessarily bring multiple people with them. So sometimes they're kind of torn on where should I go? What should I attend? uh, What's most important for me? So the committee really started to put this idea together. Like if I were a dealer, 
what would be the sessions that would be most effective for me or put my time into? And then that kind of led us to really establishing that whole morning to really revolve around dealers. And we wanted it to consist of several elements. One, ethics. I think last year we really hit the nail on the head in incorporating ethics into real-time business life and not being bored with it, but really having honest and open discussions about where are these ethical gray areas. So that is always a piece of the power morning. And then we want to get into dealer uh, sore spots, right? And and then ultimately end it with the dealer section where they can kind of come together and discuss that. So that's really the format that we built with. And, and the feedback last year was great. And it also set up for such great discussions, having those sessions before the dealer section so that that time could be utilized well. Um, and I know that there were a lot of discussions that have happened after the fact with speakers or other people to kind of discuss these real time things. So um, that's really what prompted us to keep this going. So it's really about the dealers for the dealers and it's put on by the dealers. So, well, and we want to point out that it's the first day of convention. So it's Wednesday, April 6th. And it gets started first thing in the morning. What it, uh, I guess that would be eight o'clock uh, Eastern it time. Is. It is. So you got to make sure you come to boot camp uh, and attend boot camp, and then you'll be right there and ready to go in the morning. But you don't want to miss that first session. Not only is it an accredited session, but it's that real talk about ethics and stuff. So that opening session that you're alluding to at 8 a.m., we are going to center it around field ethics. So it's going to be a lot about remote management. How do we uh, pay attention to what people are doing when we're not with them, right? When they're in the home or the business. Uh, and how do we navigate um, multiple channels? A lot of times now with the change in our culture, we have employees operating in different areas or if, if companies have different locations. So it's really going to talk about this idea of remote leadership. Sounds great. You know, one of the things, uh, Chris, that I remember from last convention was that there was this real buzz about the excitement around the power morning that led into the opening general session that afternoon. People walked away from that first day. They thought, hey, if I, you know, if the convention were over right now, it would have been worth it. Yeah, I, I agree, Wes. And I think there were about two or three things driving that excitement. Uh, one is, as we all know, it was the first time we've been together for a while, right? In, in person, right. face to face and in Vegas. And so I think there was a general excitement just about reconnecting, being plugged back into the industry face to face, um, getting back to convention and what the energy of that of that brings to the organization. And then and I think secondly, you know, we were in the middle uh, you know, stages of this pandemic. And I think that alone brought a great deal of angst, energy, worrisome. I mean, you know, the dealers I talked to were in, were trying to deal with unprecedented growth that we haven't seen as in this industry since I've been in it almost 30 years and in how to deal with labor issues and what about inflation and how do I manage my team and all those things were kind of top of mind for dealers. So driving them to this power morning where we address those things head on that could be taken by any dealer from that session back to their operations and applied. And that's what I really love about this committee and what they've done working with dealers to make the application of the knowledge the dealers are going to learn at power session immediately 
available to them to use in their dealerships in the way they want to use it when they get back. So, um, and, I, and I think this year is even going to be more exciting, Wes, in terms of the energy around what's going to happen in, in Florida. Well, I like the emphasis on takeaways, key takeaways. What did you take away from convention that you can now apply the following week? And uh, I think we've all been to conferences where you, you, you get back and you immediately hit the, the daily grind and, um, you know, the convention's a distant memory. But I don't I, I get the feeling that's not going to be the case with with this power morning, especially, Chris, when one of the key topics is about inflation. Right. Yeah, that that I think has been on top of mind for the dealers and, quite frankly, the manufacturers that I've talked to over the past 18 months. Again, the 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 gift we've been given as an association, as an industry, unlike many, many industries that were affected negatively by COVID, we were affected, broadly speaking, very, very positively. And we continue to experience those positive tailwinds of COVID. And so what, what that has done is provided growth for dealers, growth for the industry on a level of three to four to five times what we've traditionally seen. And quite frankly, nobody was ready for that. And so that growth drives problems of inflation. Not only are, you know, day-to-day costs going up, and we all watch the news. I see gas is almost five bucks in California. Um, but you see what's happening with oil. Oil was at $93 this morning. You know, there's talk uh, with this uh, geopolitical situation. It may go over 100 A lot of what our industry uses are plastic derivatives. Oil drives plastics. So the inflation, I, I think last month I saw the PPI, which is producer's price index, almost 10%, 9.7%. So inflation really means to a dealer prices have gone up and they're going to most likely continue to go up. And the session that Jason Chapman, a wonderful dealer friend of mine out of Peoria, Illinois, and I are going to co-lead on this is, as a dealer, and if you see your prices going up, what are you doing in the marketplace to adjust for that? If you're not making changes in your pricing structure to the market, then you're taking a hit on margins. And there's only so much of that you can absorb before it really starts to become a problem for the profitability of your business. So our, our talk or our session on don't let inflation ruin your profitability is going to have some very practical P&L examples. Jason's going to drive this about if your price goes up X, what do you need to do on the Y axis for your consumer pricing? and how you mitigate some of those things. And how do you make sure you do that and stay successful on the top line of your business while you manage those escalating costs? So I, again, I, I talked about takeaway and implementing ideas. This is for sure one thing that's gonna be implementable by dealers uh, after that power morning. Yeah, it sounds like some really tactical suggestions are going to be uh, uh, presented. So that sounds great. Uh, Candace, back to the field ethics and uh, who's watching. Uh, Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, it's going to be panel style like we did last year. Uh, Well, we're going to have a legal representation there and we're going to have two different dealer perspectives. One large location um, 
uh, manager that leads a large location, and then another one that oversees multiple locations and multiple managers. So we're going to kind of have the discussion of what's different, what's the same, what has led to their success. And ultimately, what's really cool about it is when you have those ethical standards put in place, then that growth that Chris is talking about, you can do that, right, and do it well. But when we're missing that foundational ethical um, groundwork, that's where these little slips can happen because we are in a service industry where we've got a lot of things. We got salespeople going in one direction. We got service people going another direction. I've got managers, maybe offsite, maybe the owner manager uh, lives in different areas. You know, you've got a lot going on. So we're really going to have that open discussion. And, and to Chris's point, the goal of our committee, especially as chair, my goal is to talk real life. I don't want these sessions to skirt around real life issues. So we want to have real candid discussions for dealers. That way they can actually um, feel as if that this this content is designed for them and and we want them to be successful and walk away from convention with that now following field ethics immediately following that we are going to get into the BizOps report now if you attended mid-year last year uh, we did a brief overview in the luncheon of taking some of the data that we've gotten and given like a broad uh, overview of that for dealers and we got some really good feedback from that. And they were able to kind of look at their own businesses and where they stood within that. So we are going to continue that discussion uh, following that where we're going to talk about because now we have two years worth of data. So we're going to see if we can maybe find some correlations or have things change because the first set of data was in 2019 before all this craziness happened. And then the second set of data is 2020. So I think we'll kind of be able to look at what's the same, what's different, and give that high level view for dealers with that BizOps report. Um, and I think a lot of dealers may not even know what that is. So maybe that's something they can get on board with because that is open to all dealer members. So that's kind of... Um, so you want to make sure, please fly in the night before or you're, else you're going to miss it. I know some people traditionally fly in that first day, but this content is big. And if you can adjust your schedule, make sure you're there. And then following that will be the inflation discussion that Chris talked about. So we're really, really excited about it. And then that's going to wrap up with the dealer section, which was standing room only, as I understand it, from last year. So that that is likely to be the case again, where you get your chance to uh, discuss this in a more of an open forum situation. So again, it's a full morning. It starts at eight o'clock local time in Orlando on Wednesday, the first day of convention, uh, April 6th. And uh, then the trade show floor itself will open the next day, the following day on the 7th and continue on the 8th with education uh, during the entire three days. And of course, uh, Candace touched on this briefly, but she said boot camp. Uh, so boot camp is April 5th. And Candace, if you could just give us an overview about what that's going to look like, I'd appreciate that. I'm glad you asked, Wes. So boot camp, we adjusted it a little bit this year because um, if we really look about the content that have been hot topics for dealers, it's really around upcoming opportunities for dealers, whether that be federal legislation or changes in state regulations, right? We, we have all this discussion for dealers of, hey, get ready, get ready, get ready. Well, if we really look back on that, have we really provided the tools they need to get ready? Right. So we really put together the boot camp to really identify those things of what is the first step in getting ready for these types of opportunities that will come down the line. 
Okay, so we kind of built boot camp. Um, it's divided into two sections. The morning is a full dealer panel that's going to be amazing. And the dealer panel has started out with dealers that like had two employees. Okay, and then and then they grew. So we really wanted it to be uh, people that other uh, dealer dealers could identify with. But we'll be talking about key processes in a dealership that allowed their dealerships to grow. And then in the afternoon, we are going to get into trends and analysis and kind of look at where has the water treatment industry come in the last decade? Hey, what's coming down the line? And, and that's going to be from a federal perspective uh, from WQA. And, and we're also getting some um, outside people coming in to talk about uh, product certification and, and the things that dealers are needing to get ready for so that they can be a part of the upcoming legislation. And then lastly, we're going to have a dealer perspective on how they had to adapt their businesses to accommodate the changes in regulations. So it'll give dealers, hey, if I know this is coming down the line, how do I do that? And how do I prepare for it before they really start, you know, cracking down on it? So it's a full day. I think collectively, we are going to have four dealers have representation. So I, I'm just thrilled with that. And we're also going to have a lot of Q&A where we can talk to these dealers and, the, and, they, and they can walk away with some real um, key ideas. And I think it's going to be really motivating to say, hey, it doesn't matter what size I am, how big I am, how long I've been in business. This is something that I can take advantage of. And there's things that I can do now that will allow that for me. So if anything I say rings true to anybody that's listening, please sign up. It is well worth it. If you need help financially, reach out. Um, WQA has been really, really good at um, helping people that need it. So um, if you can get signed up for it, reach out to Chris or myself if you have questions and and just show up. I, I don't think any time a dealer invests in themselves and shows up for something with the with the mindset of learning and and growing, I don't think you can lose. I agree. Sounds like it. And Candace, thanks for that wrap up on business boot camp. That's going to be April 5th. Again, that's Tuesday, April 5th, one day before the convention begins. There is a separate Plus, Chris and I will be there. Chris and I will be there. And that's worth it, too. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, and there's a separate registration for boot camp and then obviously registration for convention. So to, to learn it all and, and, and see it all, wqa.org slash convention specifically bootcamp, wqa.org slash bootcamp. You'll get all the information you need. And again, uh, all everything you need to do to uh, register as well. And, you know, uh, there's no time like the present. So get on over to wqa.org slash convention to register and get, get signed up. Uh, and Chris, just to kind of wrap this up, if um, somebody's either on the fence or maybe they haven't gone to convention before, but they're thinking about it, uh, you know, kind of give us that sense of, first time expectations and and why it would be worth it to attend convention and or boot camp as well well i think it's a great question wes and and being uh, you know uh, attending the new member breakfast which is an event sponsored by wqa um, it's a little bit of an icebreaker. So, so I've been at that new member breakfast for a number of years and you sit there and I'm meeting dealers that have come to the convention for the first time. Some are smaller dealers, some are mid-sized dealers, and they walk in with a bit of trepidation. You know, what am I going to learn here? Why am I here? Did I waste my time and money coming here? And then I circle back and I'll see those same dealers 
somewhere in the convention, whether it's in the exhibit hall or whether it's in the event uh, at, at the convention. And they're absolutely on fire excited about how much learning and communication. And I think most importantly is the friends and contacts they've made in the industry. This industry is special. We have so many wonderful dealers that are willing to share. I mean, share everything they've learned with brand new dealers to help them become successful. And, and, and I think if if you're a dealer listening and you're on the fence, there isn't one event you can go to in the next 12 months that's going to change your life and change your dealership more than this convention. And knowing that the future of this industry is not the past of this industry. The future of this industry is brighter than it's ever been, but it's going to take a bit different behavior and tactics from dealers to be successful. And this convention is all about education, contacts, friends, and everything else that goes into uh, an event like this. So just please come. It's the most friendly group you'll ever be. It, it's just a ball to come and meet people. So uh, I'd love to see you there. Great. Chris, thank you very much. Candace, thank you. Anything to add? No, I think you hit the nail on the head. And and I will say, um, if you haven't been to convention, there's not only technical sessions that talks about up and coming contaminants and, and changes in technologies and all this amazing information that you will only learn there. Uh, but we have also built the business sessions to cover HR, marketing, operations, sales. I mean, every category, we have made it a point to touch on every category. That way, no matter where you're at or what you're looking for, there will be something for you. Very good. Thank you. We're, we're all about your success at the WQA convention and exposition. Thanks to Candace Wentling and to Chris Wilker. Appreciate both of you joining us on WQA Radio. Thanks, Wes. Our WQA tip, how can you position your company for growth and impact in the year ahead? Well, by attending the WQA convention and exposition in Orlando, April 6th through the 8th. Learn from our top education sessions, see the latest products and uh, technology on the trade show floor, and of course, network with friends and colleagues in the water treatment industry. But you got to be there. Learn more and register at wqa.org slash convention. That's wqa.org slash convention. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, a podcast of the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on most popular podcast apps. Learn more about water at wqa.org and, of course, learn about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at wqa.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio. WQA Radio.